welcome, hello, to Peculiar, Peculiar Northwest. Northwest. I'm Sam. I'm Sandy. Your wonderful hostess with the most. We mostest. are the hostess with the mostest. Hostess snack cakes. <laughs> I wish. We are a tasty cake. <laughs> Creamfield. Um, so, happy Valentine's happy Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Are you doing anything for Valentine's Day? It's called taking a shower. <laughs> Ooh, get it, girl. I have an eye appointment later, so. <laughs> you have the gamut of uh, it. So. Doctor this morning, eye appointment later. But then I have a romantic dinner with my man friend. Some good loving later. Ew, Sandy. She's <laughs> disgusting. Um, so Who else celebrates Valentine's Day as a birthday? Oregon State! Oregon State. Is 160 years old today. It became a state February 14th, 1859. Happy birthday, Oregon. We love you. We love you. We love Oregon. We love Oregon. As it's raining... It's pouring today. Yes. It's pretty awesome. I was talking to my teammate in California, mm-hmm. and she said the Ubers were taking forever to get anywhere because it was raining, Yeah, and none of them know how to drive in right. the rain. Yeah. And yeah. Whereas <laughs> if we didn't know how to do anything in the rain, we would be her Dead. Yeah. We'd yeah. be dead. We would all work from home yeah. and stay in our pajamas. But that's what's so wonderful about the Pacific <laughs> Northwest. You just described me. <laughs> I work from home and stay in my pajamas. She's currently in her pajamas, and I'm currently jealous. Well, we'd like to thank you for joining us on our third episode. It's a turd. Oh, we know it's not going to be Valentine's when it's up. Hopefully, I'll get right. it up today. But um, but that's okay. We can still see yeah, it. hopefully I will. But we are going to be talking about the undergrounds of the Pacific Northwest. And I will be covering Seattle, and then Sam will be talking about Portland a little later. Yes. And let's just dive in. Let's delve. Dive. Okay, so what's kind of interesting, we will talk about Seattle Underground. Um, So a lot of other cities have, like, underground stories Mm -hmm. or catacombs or weird things. And I always think it's kind of interesting because it's, like, legitimately buried history (laughs) and that's so um seattle was kind of started in the mid 19th century so like 1850 Mm -hmm. on and um all of the buildings were wood buildings and at like sea level like Mm -hmm. even some areas below so just like right right there and so what had happened in 1889 was a huge fire and it burned like 31 blocks. And you hear, Damn. I know. So you hear things about this, like San Francisco had a earthquake, then a fire with it, and it like destroyed their cities too. So like mm-hmm. a lot of like up and coming um, Oregon Trail p- cities, when they've had their gold or are just building, like were destroyed and had to be rebuilt. Wow. And so Seattle was one of them. Had to be rebuilt, and so the town makers decided for insurance purposes and for reasons for to prevent flooding that everything would be like brick and they needed it higher because it would continuously flood, right? Right, yes, so like not just fire, but it would like flood down there. So, um, the area from Piner Square in Seattle is actually downtown. Yeah. Like yeah. the underground Seattle. 
And so what happened is they started to build anywhere from, like they said, 15 to 30 feet above the existing town through like hillsides and things like that to um, help prevent those things. And Mm -hmm. everything was brick and they would uh, design like brick archways in the underground to hold everything up, I believe. And so in the meantime, what's kind so my story is not like super long, but it's kind of interesting. They would have sidewalks that would be up like 15 feet and then a store that would be below it 15 feet because they didn't have everything finished kind of like at the pike place market have you been to the pike place market this is gonna be like a judgment on me no i haven't in my seattle my washingtonness i haven't um well it's like you have the market upstairs but then there's like two levels down i'm probably we should get a picture of that i feel so stupid that you know i've only been there once okay and it was a fluke thing like my family has and i've been to seattle but never we're taking a for brian's birthday in april we're gonna i'm gonna take him to seattle because he's never been well and that's kind of you know how people are like oh i live here but i've just never gone there right you know what i mean like we went to all of the natural things like i'm Mount- ashamed of your washingtonianness like, oh, shush. i've never been to the pipe i've been to lots of other places right. in washington like we went to all of the national parks yes. and things like that and so anyways so it probably is very similar because yeah. it's in pioneer square that yeah, area yeah. downtown and so they um Well, anyways, the sidewalks would be up there and the stores would be below. Mm -hmm. And so people would have to, like, climb ladders to go down to the store and then climb back up. Oh, weird. And so this was a period from, like, 1890 to 1909 is what it said, 1910, Mm -hmm. where they really kind of had this two levels happening because what they started to do when the pavement and the stores were done is they put, like, glass pavers so that it would still allow light underneath. And ah. so some businesses were still being held under there. But in 1909, they're like, no, we need to stop this. Were those businesses, those stores underground, were they afraid of getting flooded again? or was that I don't, really... That's what I was thinking, okay. too. Because I was like, if you're underground, that's like a full-on was... subway tunnel. Yes. Okay, but okay. maybe because of like the other things they've done, it wasn't right. the okay. same. But I don't know on that. That's what I that's was so like reading. I was thinking the same thing, yeah. though. I was like, like the whole point of bringing you above these tunnels was to not flood, but then they're putting stores down there? Yes, and I was thinking, like, wouldn't those flood, like, the same way? You would think, but maybe, I don't know. Yeah. Once they put the pavers on, the glass pavers, the landlords would then move their businesses up and conduct business there since they, like, at 1909, axed it, you know, said, this is what we're going to do. But they did have, so Prohibition was 1919 or 1920? Yeah, yeah. What was it? So, um, they ended up having a lot of, like, homeless speakeasies and gambling down there for a while. And so, they had to clear it out. And then it just became, like, just storage. Random storage. Mm -hmm. And so, you'd think, like, okay, what's this look like? It'd be, like, really derelict, kind of grody. Yeah. Well, it's actually pretty clean. I think in the 1950s they started to clean it up and start to do tours of underground Seattle. And so my mom told me in high school, she went on a tour even. Yeah. She was, we were talking about that. Oh, did she? A little bit. Yeah. Oh, funny. So Sam does my mom's hair too. Um, (laughs) so she knows all my mom's business before I do. Um, so they, 
she did a tour in high school and she went to high school in the 70s. She said it was like super cool to see and if I'll wow. put some pictures up yeah. on our Instagram because it's actually really cleaned out and they'll show where the original sidewalk was because it was like sawdust and things and just continued to get lower and lower. Whereas this one, it's um, like they just have a little like ramp made for it. But it's really cool. It's clean. They show wood buildings. It's actually like That'd be neat. very like mint condition almost. <laughs> it's weird. So it's kind of neat to see like here's what they did, you know, to prevent other fires, to yes. prevent flooding. But it's like why didn't they just level the town and put like bring in like dirt and whatever right. they needed and then. Let's just raise the whole town to 20 feet. Yeah. Let's just level everything and just, I thought was probably, well, I think part of the tunnels though is that they needed the water for somewhere to go. Maybe. That way it wouldn't rise up. I don't, I don't know. I know like. Just like I, they do on like, you know, houses that are on the river. Yeah. They, you know, build them up on steps yeah. or they have large basements that yeah. are meant for flooding. Yes. So that the house, so that that water has somewhere to go as opposed to just pushing up and pushing up and pushing up. It's so weird to me though. It's weird. When I went to Edinburgh in high school, mm -hmm. they talked about an underground Edinburgh and how, like, but that's a city that's hundreds of years old, yeah. Oh, yeah. like, where they've just built on top mm -hmm. of each other because of how, like, the population grew. Yes. yes. And I just think that's so crazy. So It's weird to think that there could be a town under, like, I'm obsessed with Pompeii, like, <laughs> even though it's not quite the same, but it's like, you know, a whole city was leveled and yeah. it's under there somewhere. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, we've unearthed a lot of this, but it's just yeah. so cool to think that literally something just yeah. wiped something away and it's yeah. still, like, there. Like, yeah. I don't know. It's just... History. It's history. Archaeologists, we should become Indiana Jones. I don't... It's not I'm, that fun. Right. I'm too lazy to be an archaeologist. Like, I don't <laughs> want to be climbing in and out of a hole all day. Well, I, I wanna... feel like they just use a paintbrush to dust things off. I'm right. so... I'm probably offending, like, intelligent people. I know. <laughs> Archaeologists are like smart. And they, they just use a paintbrush and dust everything. things away. That's all they do all day. I think you're thinking of like crime scene forensics. So well, I'm thinking of like Jurassic Park when they yeah. like unearth That's the all bones. Doing all day. <laughs> the archaeologists aren't the ones that are scraping away. It's their interns that are oh, there okay. with like their brushes and scraping okay. away, doing the menial tasks. <laughs> the archaeologist is up there like, be careful. They get the permits. Of Don't the chip place. away that yeah. bone. That's another. Oh. That's out of your paycheck. That there. Is. That's out of, How do I that's out of my that? pay grade. <laughs> oh, so, anyways, good. my Seattle underground isn't like that crazy. Did you run across any um, ghost stories or anything? No, oh. I didn't see any yeah. in my research, and I'm sure there is. So, if people know of them, like share, please share. Yeah. But no, I haven't. I didn't really come across I don't think anything. There was a lot weird. of like. It was pretty like a normal story, like, and then Seattle built. Mm -hmm. 15 to 30 feet above. Yeah. It's interesting, though. <laughs> I know. And it wasn't, like, all of Seattle, obviously, but right. it, just that section. That, you know, mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. So, there's Seattle. Let's hear about... I'm excited about Portland. Though. So, mine's a little more spooky. I know, because... Um, but, I mean, it's kind of the same thing. I'm actually going to start by talking about Astoria. Oh. So, okay, have you... Do you watch um, Ghost Adventures on Travel Channel? I have. So, I I mean, prefer... it's a terrible show. That guy's... Ghost I mean, hunters, right. which are like the the um, the rotor rooter dudes. Yeah, they I like, to, I, have like a yeah. real job outside of it. So this other guy, 
I think his name's Zach and his little team. They're, they go everywhere. They recently went to Astoria and Portland Underground. So I actually watched Ooh. those episodes last week. They're, um, you can watch them on YouTube. Um, I don't normally, I'm I don't have cable, so yeah, I don't yeah. normally get to watch these things. But it was actually pretty interesting. However, they were really grasping at straws to make an entire hour-long hour episode on ghosts in Astoria and kind of in Portland, too. Like, these stories are interesting, but it's not enough to fill up an hour. Yeah, I told you. Like, like they, they should have just put them together. Yeah. But, so, I'm going to just start by talking about Astoria because it's a lot like Seattle. Um, you know... Like a coastal city. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, Astoria is a very interesting little port. Um, it was, like, one of the most dangerous ports in the country at the time. So, we're talking mid-1850s to 1940. Okay. Um, I... Brian and I went to um, Astoria, and they were telling us, and we took a tour on their little train, telling us all about the history. And you would think Astoria, being this little coastal town, mm -hmm. was one of the most wicked place places in the U.S. in the 1800s. Full of debauchery. Deba they said it was debauchery. It was, um, you know, it was prostitutes. It was drugs. It was gambling. It was mm -hmm. wicked. Um, but think about, like, so the people who came over for the gold rush... That's exactly it, yeah. They were single guys coming over mm -hmm. for gold, and then when women were brought over, they were either, like, designated wives or made prostitutes. Exactly. You know? So... Rough life. Rough it life. It was, like, so, rough life. And, like, so, like Seattle, yeah. Astoria was built and just kind of kept, like, getting flooded, mm. and in, in all the buildings were made of wood. Yep, there so you go. So, I think it was 1922, the entire town burnt down. There you go. All the city blocks. Where you can, there's still some buildings there. Yeah. I mean, the old buildings are awesome. And so they rebuilt, but they rebuilt on top of tunnels mm -hmm. so that the flooding could go into the tunnels. Okay. So that's yeah. why you were even asking yeah, about so that. Yeah, so that's why it's like, Seattle. it's very similar to Seattle oh, in that crazy. way. Um, and it's, um, it's actually, as far as I remember, Astoria's actually burned down twice. Like, it took them a while to, that's what the guy told us on the train. Um, but was 1922 the... was the big one okay. where everything burned down. And they rebuilt. And so you can go um, on underground tours in Astoria. There's a guy that does them. I looked at some pictures. It wasn't too spooky. It really just looks like basements. Um, yeah, that's what the Seattle one does, too. But apparently it was big on the um, Shanghaiing. Let me just tell you what Shanghaiing is, also <laughs> known as crimping. What? So a crimper is a guy who works... He's like an independent contractor, um, a, tra a human trafficking independent contractor. Oh, he oh, finds pleasant. single men who weren't necessarily living in that area, so no one would miss them, mm -hmm. and they would basically drug them or knock them out, abduct them, get them on these ships to China, oh and then when they'd wake up, they'd be like, yo, why am I on the ship? And they'd be like, sorry, you need to sign these documents Saying that you are working, you're a sailor on this ship because once you get to China, and you don't have you don't have a reason to be there, you're gonna be in trouble. Yeah. So you need to sign these documents oh my gosh. to say that you work on the ship, and then they get stuck in these contracts with these ships. And Human trafficking obviously hasn't changed. No, and it's the same kind of thing with prostitutes as well. There were these women who would get tricked into this life and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're like, big... we'll have a better life for you, you're going to do this, yes. but then you, they get you there, and they're like, no, mm -hmm. for you to even live well, or succeed, or just even... You can't, yeah. Yeah. So, um, and you know, there's a lot of Native American women at this time who were getting pulled into this as well, they were getting kidnapped from their, or sold from their, you know, sold into this yeah. life, and they couldn't do anything about it. They probably disregarded so fast. Yes. Like, not even given it's a time. It's such, it's, it's heartbreaking to read about, because it's like... Wow. 
So what crimping though? I don't know why it's called crimping, but that was just what it was called. It was it was crimping, kidnapping, uh, or shanghaiing because they were going to China. Yes, which um, is probably which, not PC. But oh, it's probably not, but they still refer to it as yeah. shanghaiing. It's very interesting. Um, so they get these guys on the ship and they sign these contracts and then they're stuck working for them. Um, and a lot of times what would happen is they would also live in these um, hostels. Yeah. Like these sailors or these guys that were working in the town would live in these hostels. This is Astoria and Portland. I could see that. And um, it was bigger in Portland, actually. Yeah, but, yeah. So they well, would, Portland's bigger. Right. So they would live in these insanely expensive hostels because these people would charge them. They'd run up this debt. And they have no way to pay this debt down. And so they would have to go work on these ships to pay off this guy who was actually working with the Shanghaiers yep. to, um, to get their people. And the Shanghaiers would get paid like 50 bucks a head. <laughs> which now is like, you kidnap someone for $50? But back in the 1800s, yeah. I guess, it was a lot. So this went on from like 1850 to 1940. That's and, a long yeah. time, too. Like, uh, in modern in the, society, we well, think of the human 1940s trafficking as, still happens. Yes, like, and you you hear these stories, and you're just shocked, anyway. So, um, and human trafficking is big in the area that we live, especially because, because of I five. We're on the I five corridor, which runs from Mexico to Canada. Yeah, and it runs through all these small towns, and we actually live right on I five, and it's a large yeah. I heard like the Springfield hub. area yeah, is yeah, um, and so Portland's huge as well. Yeah. And it's still happening, and it's very sad, but it's a different kind of human trafficking, but it's still kind of the same. These yeah. people are getting tricked into this life, or you know, they don't have anything to lose, and it's better than living alone on the streets. And it's like, no, you poor, you poor sweet baby angels. I know, and that's why you, they needed those human... Yes. Are, are you being trafficked? Are, Text. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. They couldn't. So, yeah, that's the thing that you hear. They have like this huge amount of debt that they can't repay, mm-hmm. and that... They're, like, tricked into it that you have to yes. repay this. So these poor guys. So anyways, that's Astoria. It's great. So, but did the tunnels outside of the flooding have anything to do with the Shanghai in that? Yes. In, yeah. in Astoria? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. Well, so basically from 1815 to 1941, Portland was referred to as the Forbidden City of the West. Ooh. Because it was, people didn't return. It was, like, a whole lot of, because it was huge. So the Portland Underground Tunnels are referred to as the Shanghai Tunnels. Okay. <laughs> so basically, these sailors who were in debt would get picked off at a bar, drugged, and then they'd get, like, they would be taken to the back of a bar yeah. or outside where they would get pushed through a deadfall, which is a trap door. Oh, okay. And they would get into the, and then they would get shot down into the tunnel. So then in the tunnel, they would be taken and put in, in like, um, like a jail cell in oh my like goodness. a, you know, five by five jail yeah. cell in the tunnel until they were taken on board the ship. Oh my goodness. That's like what you would see in a movie. I feel yes. like that I'm 12 years a slave. Yeah. You know. So the Portland Underground Tunnels, I read it in one article, they said that they were built, you know, the early 1800s yeah. for... Basically, they went from, like, downtown Portland, um, Old Town area, all over to the docks, to the port. So you could go from the river to all these bars and businesses to get Mm. their goods to and from without having to be on the street. Oh, okay. So they were used... They had not like, built above the town. Yeah, they weren't built for this reason. They were built... um, And they said they were built by the Chinese 
um, in the they were like big into drug trafficking. Oh, okay. So they would use these tunnels, and the gangs would use these tunnels to get away from the police. Yeah. And it's a whole thing. That's what they said in Seattle too. Yeah. I forgot to tell you, opium dens. Opium dens. Yes. Yes. yes that was so a big it was like opium dens. The big dense. thing yes. with it was opium dens. Yes. But they were so, probably brought over to build railroads and exactly. things like that. They, so they yes. were already slaves. They were right, and then the mafia or the, you know the, yeah. the drug they used them to build these tunnels, and um, so people would use these tunnels. They would move their goods, totally normal. But then That's what they're there for was the other. But good. then people became an easy way with these deadfalls mm-hmm. and these um, weird jail cells. They would get taken aboard the ships, never to be seen again. Or, you know, I mean, because I don't think these Shang- these people that were Shanghai ever returned. Well, like, yeah, if they're like signed papers, I wonder where their boats went to if, and if they ever even came back close to home. They usually went to China or, you know, any, yeah. they went all the way across the ocean. So it was like. And, well, and did they come back though? Like, right. And so they would get aboard other ships and then this would just be their life now. Yeah. I can't believe Because that. they would be under contract indentured for so many servants. years too. Indentured yeah. servants. That's exactly what it was. Um, so it's, it was said that um, 3,000 people were Shanghai during this time. It actually says 3,000 people a year, I read, but then I read somebody else was like, that is 100% inaccurate. It's more like 3,000 the entire time, which still, okay. I mean... That's still, like, a lot for... I mean, it was about 90 years. track records. Yeah, and, there was no, no way to track them, yeah. so this is just... A, they just guessed. Yeah. So that's, you know, 90 years this went on. In 1941, there was a law enacted that made it hard, if not impossible, to Shanghai people... How? I couldn't really find what the law was about. It was like, had something to do with um, changing the like hotel laws. Oh, okay. Yeah, like they weren't able to. Probably something with like the money. Yeah. You need to look into that. Follow yes. up. I even like, I Googled it and I was like, oh, I don't know what this law is. Okay. But okay. So the so, law kiboshed something. Portland, considered the most dangerous ports, one of the most dangerous ports in the world between like 1850 and 1941 due to... Shanghaiing and the drug trade, all of that. I didn't know. I know, isn't that crazy? Yeah, it was like that dangerous. I'm just gonna talk now about a little bit of the ghostly presence going Ooh, on there. Okay. Um, there's a whole bunch of stuff. There used to just be like hotels and bars above the tunnels, but now there's it's old town. Okay. So there's a bunch of stuff, and they all have these creepy basements. That are part of the tunnels, but a lot of it's blocked off. But you That's can still... what I was wondering. Are so they, like, blocked off, or do they still have access to this? You still have access to them. I don't think they go as far as they used to. Yeah. Like, a lot of it has been in, like, covered in. But this far... They're like tunnels. They're like basements now. But I bet so all people don't deliver through them still. No, they're just yeah. basements. They're okay. just storage. But there is a few different companies um, that do tours of the underground okay. basement. Like, little ghost tours yeah. or regular tours. Um, so I watched a couple of videos. It's creepy. It's... It's not something I ever want to do. I'm too claustrophobic oh, yeah, in that I business. Yeah, I feel like that would be... Um, there was one really cool video I watched of this. these people were videoing it themselves with, like, their phone. It was on YouTube. And the guy's talking and giving this tour and this spiel. And out of the corner, you see this thing walk by. And then it, like, nothing happens. And then they finish their tour. And then they were, like, looking at the footage later. And there's this, like, corner. It's almost like someone walked past this corner. Yeah. But it was not, you, you. they didn't notice it at the time. Yeah. And I was like, as I'm watching this, I'm like, what is that? So it's like creepy. It's not just it's, another person. There's for sure ghosts down there. Ooh. Yeah. Um, I would haunt that if I was Shanghai. Oh, I know. So there is a hotel 
there was a hotel called the Merchant Hotel. Okay. And that was more of the fancy upscale hotels then, but it was a lot of prostitution going on there. Um, is it still around? No. Right now, the Old Town Pizza is on top of that area. Okay. Um, so you can go to Old Town Pizza. So this Merchant Hotel, there was a prostitute named Nina. She was a Native American. She got human trafficked into this. Basically, at one point, she was told by some missionaries, hey, we're going to get you out of this life. You just need to tell us what's going on. You need to to spill the tea. Yeah. Let's do this. And so she did to save her life. And, you know, as they were going to get her out too. Like, it wasn't a false promise. Okay, that's what I was like. Were they real missionaries or just like human traffickers? As far as as we know, they were real missionaries. Okay. Because she was already a prostitute and she's like, you can get me out of this life, great. And literally was killed days later. She was pushed on an elevator shaft at the Merchant Hotel. Creepy, right? From her, like, her crimp. Yeah, (laughs) well, they don't, it's it's somebody killed her. But she was a working girl, so, I mean, it didn't get really looked into yeah well so sad nina um but it said that she never left the building and do they have what do they say um so basically when you're in her presence yeah um you smell perfume you can smell her perfume wafting by um she's been seen in a black dress watching diners and roaming the basement below which are the tunnels yeah this was 100 years ago it was in 1880 okay she's roaming around she's living her life as a ghost, they have, um, there's a booth in Old Town Pizza. Okay. That's where the um, elevator shaft was. Oh, okay. It's in like the back of the bar or whatever. And her name's carved into it. So some say that she carved her name in, into Please. it. Please. But yeah, it's been there like this whole time. Yeah. So you can like actually have Nina's like little death booth, I guess. <laughs> oh, creepy. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I didn't. I'm so sad she was thrown down an elevator shaft. Like, what? I yeah. didn't know Portland was that dangerous or considered the forbidden city. Me either. I read a lot about it, and I was like, wow, dude, people were killed all the time. It was huge. Well, and Astoria is the same way. Like, I can't believe that they were, like, calling it the one of the – when I was in Astoria telling you that it was the, the one of the most debaucherous, yeah. Yeah. Wicked, wicked little town on the West, and then <laughs> Portland was the forbidden city yeah. of the West. It was weird, but it's like – well, I mean, yeah, it's like, you know, direct route. Mm-hmm. To all debaucherous things. Yes. Um, so they were talking about San Francisco was also one of the biggest Shanghaiing places. I'm, duh. Yeah. So that's Nina. She's great. Apparently she's still hanging around. It's all of these big ports. Mm-hmm. So like you even said San Francisco, Portland. And I, I want to look in to see if Seattle had more. Yes. Um, in 1902, there was a big ship called the Jennifer Joe that sank right outside um, the tunnels. Hundred men died, um, and they say that you can see them floating around in there, in the tunnels. Yeah, you can see them walking around. Um, a big one that a lot of people have seen is a little boy named Joshua. He is a nine-year-old that was hired to empty the chamber pots and buckets of the men that were Shanghai. Yeah, yeah. Um, people like see in him their a lot. prisons. Yes, he holds people's hands. As they're walking by and just generally, you know, like touching them. How they found out his name was Joshua, I'm not sure. When I searched Seattle, Seattle, Shanghai, it brought up flights to Shanghai. (laughs) You can get a one-way flight to Shanghai. Cool. So watching these, um, 
tours, like the people, the ghost adventure people, they took tours of both of the tunnels. And it was kind of interesting to watch because it does look eerie down there. And, you know, there are so many stories and just the feelings down there. On the flip side to all of this spookiness that we're talking about under here and all this shanghaiing, pretty much every historical society, any papers or books written are like, look, this is great that these people think shanghaiing took place in this tunnel, these tunnels. But they didn't. It was for bootlegging. It was for prohibition. It was for yeah. speakeasies. It was for opium dens. Um, prostitution. There was a lot of like, you know, they would have yeah. little rooms under there for their little, they would meet them at the bars and then go down yeah. there. But they said, chances are, there wasn't any Shanghai going on in these tunnels at all. It was all from the hotels, yeah. the hostels. Um, just so Shanghai happened, but oh, necessarily Shanghai happened. The a tunnels is people, what they're yeah. saying weren't used for so that. So be, them being called the Shanghai tunnels is like, Totally fictitious. Basically, in the 70s is when it started. Okay. When they started calling it this. The Shanghai The tunnel. Shanghai Tunnels. And, like, people were like, no. There, we there would have been people talking about this in the 1920s, 1930s, yeah. 1940s. They would have been... It, there would have been some, some, that, something documented about these tunnels. But, no. There was nothing. Okay. And, of course, all of the policemen back in the day were in people's pockets. So yes. they wouldn't have done much about it, but there would have been a report written. There would have been something. Well, I bet you there was trapdoors, like you were saying, Oh, and there, because there still are. You can, yeah. you can yeah. walk down Old Town Portland and see them. Like, they deliver goods in and out, yeah. but... But, like, it doesn't basements. mean... Yeah, it could have been yeah. the basement, not, like, yeah. the full tunnel yes. usage. So the tunnels factually existed. They just probably weren't actually used for Shanghai. Okay. Um, it was definitely more above ground that people would yeah. disappear, um, but they were used for prostitution and drug smuggling. Still horrible. I read one story about um, the tunnels that are a little bit farther downtown. Um, they were at a music venue, a bunch of people, um, some like mob wives, and there was this big <laughs> massacre that happened oh. where this whole party of people were chased underground into these tunnels and just massacred, like shot to death down there. And I think that was in the 20s. Oh, I was like, is that in yeah. the 20s? Like, during mm-hmm. Prohibition then? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that was another one of those stories where um, I Googled and Googled and Googled and yeah. couldn't find anything about. I could only find it in one place. So I 100% yeah. not an accurate yeah. story. But I like, I mean, it's an interesting story. Yeah. Like, and, and they said that's where some of the ghosts come from. You know, like the lady in her um, dress, like yeah. her little flapper dress is down there. and It'd be cool to do more on, like, bootleg Prohibition time because... It's more than just yeah. tunnels. It's like what happened during, you know, because we had the gold rush, like Oregon Trail, all of that to bring population here. And then what Bootlegging. happened? Yeah, what happened during Prohibition? Yeah. You know, because I know Springfield had, they didn't have Prohibition and Eugene did. So they would all come over the river. Yes. To have. Milltown things. Yes. Uh-huh. Prostitutes and liquor. Mm-hmm. So it's just interesting to, like, the history of our area mm-hmm. is is a bit different than East Coast because of, you know, how, how we were developed. Right. So, well, I think that's pretty cool. I know it was a shorter episode, but I, I'm interested in learning about these things. So I think it was pretty sweet. I think, you know, I hope that I, there was enough info about the tunnels, but I mean, they're still there. Yeah. Go talk to those dudes that do the tours of them. I don't think they're factually correct. I think they definitely pump them up to make them scary. I know they have like some parts sectioned off where you can see some boots that were left there from the people <laughs> that were Shanghai. They would, the story goes that they would break glass yeah, and they would like sprinkle it outside of so they the jail walk. cells and then they would steal their shoes so they couldn't leave because Ugh. they couldn't walk on that broken glass. Well, so, and that's the thing. They have Seattle tours 
And they're like actually really normal though. Like right, they don't just talk at, about they're like, look at this history. Yeah. Whereas the Portland one, it's like Port, the Portland and Astoria ones, both yeah. are like these eccentric, eccentric dudes like <laughs> rolling around, like, look at all these ghosts. And it's like, all right, well, I'm sure there are ghosts down there. It's keep, creepy AF, but Portland weird. Keep Portland weird. And Astoria is like Portland, but on the coast. Mini port. They've got, Astoria's got that Portland money. Yeah. The Sunset Highway is a beautiful drive. Uh, yes. Oh, well, so that's that it. was fun. Yeah. Well, we thank you again for joining us and hope you all have a wonderful, happy Valentine's Day. And don't get massacred in a tunnel. Don't get crimped. Don't get crimped. Don't get shanghaied. Um, and do a tour, though. Go do a tour. I know. I was thinking about like doing one of these tours, but then I was like, what? Nah. Good. But if you want to. It's too scary. Thank you Bye. for joining. Bye. Yeah.